Welcome to Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 190. This is your host, Sean Tudor. 191. Episode 191. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Nice. And Mimi. And Mimi. She always here. <gasps> yes, hi. Okey you. Uh, today's a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. Love it. And we're going to talk about the four agreements... And maybe the fifth agreement. The four agreements. Um, By so, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes. Um, I highly suggest both of his books. I want to get his other books as well, actually. Um, he has, I think, The Love Companion. Let's see here. The Mastery of Love. He also has, like, The Four Agreements Toltec Wisdom Collection. Um... Circle of Fire, The Voice of Knowledge. I thought there was another one, but um, but yeah. So I highly suggest these books. Uh, they're very, very kind of like philosophy based. I would say mindset based. Sorry, there's like a hair or something on my shoulder. It's driving me crazy. Um, but it it puts you in a really good mindset, and the whole point of it is to kind of help you find your uh like true purpose in life and if you can follow the four agreements like you will find happiness and knowledge and you would you just live a better life Mm -hmm. um is the main you like putting stuff into your calendar Mm -hmm. i love that uh but so they're really good things uh to learn about the fifth agreement is kind of interesting um, Sean and I have both interpreted different ways now. Uh, and so he, the author suggests when you read the very beginning of the fifth agreement, he suggests to reread the books multiple times, um, which I think is great. Uh, like, I think it's a great idea because every time you'll pick up more and more and more. And I, I already want to reread both of them, but I'll do that probably after I catch up on some other books anyways. So I highly suggest them, and that's those are going to be books that Sean and I read every single year. They're not too long. They probably take a couple hours each. Yeah, I'll definitely read The Four Agreement frequently. Mm-hmm. The Fifth Agreement is good, and we'll get into it, but The Four Agreements are like really tough. That book, The Four Agreements, is really good to bang out. And mm-hmm. You learn a lot of good shit, but I will say The Fifth Agreement reiterates everything and really makes you rethink it all right away and like put it into into like thought of like oh shit okay this makes sense yeah um so yeah let's just get into it let's do it uh so the four agreements yep what are they number one be impeccable with your word well let's just go over all four of them and then we'll go deep into each number one be impeccable with your word number two don't take anything personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. Number four, always do your best. Um, what is the fifth one? Does it say? The fifth one is be skeptical, but learn to listen. Mm. I like the cover of it too. It says a practical guide to self-mastery. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole uh, idea behind this is... Um, about these books is it was a civilization 
Centuries ago. The Toltecs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they were like... It's a Toltec's wisdom. Yeah. They were a civilization um, that... They didn't want the white people to know their knowledge because they knew their knowledge is, like, very strong. Because um, if someone can follow all of, like, their practices, like, you're going to just be very knowledgeable and a very, like, strong person. I believe it's the same story in both books. It is, yeah. Um, um, so You the, can tell me if I'm wrong. No, the Toltecs, what the Toltecs is, is Toltecs believe that man is God. Mm-hmm. That every man is his own God, so man is God, and God is just a dream. Mm-hmm. So we are like we live in a dream, mm-hmm. and so it's we are everything we do is a dream and a virtual reality mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. And by following these the Toltec way, you're um, by living in this dream, you're kind of in a fog, and by following this way. You clear up the fog. Uh-huh. And you become, like, uh, pretty much invincible. And so when they, the white man was coming closer to them, so they decided to um, disband their civilization and just teach their wisdoms and practices down their generations. And so um, Don Miguel Ruiz even says, like, he's from the white knight. White Knight. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But so he says, like, what, uh, like generational line he's from? Um, uh, from the Eagle Knight lineage. Eagle Knight lineage. That was close. Um, but yeah, he. I think he has like a group that he teaches, or he teaches this in a class, and then his son also teaches as well. Correct. Yep. Um, so it's really cool. I like. I just love it. Um, but we'll start with the first one. Be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. You want me to read the definition he has? No, it's okay. Okay, cool. This is very simple. Yes. These four agreements are so freaking simple, but they are so difficult. Yes. Be impeccable with your word. Do not gossip. Mm-hmm. Do not say bad things about people. Mm-hmm. Do not say bad things about yourself. Mm-hmm. So negative self-talk. No, no, no. Being impeccable with your word means... Positive talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. It means talking about people in a positive light. Um, not like disrespecting people, disrespecting people, anything like that. Being impeccable with your word. Speaking with intent, with meaning. And doing it, what's the word I'm looking for? Respectfully. Yeah. Um, this is one thing that like, I... It, because a lot of these things make you, like, think back on things you've done. And it's one thing, like, there's been so many times Sean and I will have conversations and I'll say something and I'll be like, oh, that's, like, that's not what I mean. But it's because I'm just saying instead of, like, taking the time to think of, like, the right words mm-hmm. and making sure I'm phrasing things correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, we, like, uh, guys listen to uh, Chips and Caviar. It's Rob Chips Bailey. And caviar. It's Rob Bailey and um, Aaron Singerman's podcast, um, which they just started, and they did like a little short on, um, kind of like gossiping or uh, being a loser. Yeah. How to not be a loser? It was no. It was how to be a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did a podcast on how to be a loser, and gossiping was one of their main things on how to be a loser. 
Yeah. Um, there's just, like, there's so many negative things going on in this world that there's just, there should be no room in your brain or in your life for any negativity. Mm-hmm. And so getting rid of gossiping is a huge thing that can um, help clear a lot of that negativity in your life. Let me tell you what, dude. This goes right in hand with Outwitting the Devil. Mm-hmm. By Napoleon Hill. Yes. Uh, we highly suggest that book, too. She's that been book listening is to it. fucking gnarly. Mm-hmm. It, go- it also goes to show that, like, we've been talking about, like, uh, there's so many things lately that have been, like, kind of contradictory. Like, oh, you should only focus on one business. Oh, if you're good at focusing on multiple things, you should be focusing on multiple businesses. But they, like... They- these books and like a lot of things we've been hearing lately like they're all the same like it, it it's all the same idea so it's very it's been really cool to kind of just keep reading all these same concepts and being like okay like this is actually what we're supposed to be doing these yeah so like what's nice about the four agreements the fifth agreement and listening to that book which i'm going to buy that book so i can read that book they all build off each other mm-hmm. and it's like it's all about essentially becoming a god. Yeah. Like yourself becomes the god. And what that means is you, you're you your own god in the Toltec wisdom, right? You're your own god. And so by using these four agreements, um, you can train yourself to be god, mm-hmm. right? And, and then outwitting the devil, what it is, it, the, the theory behind it, it's all about... I, I will give the exact quote on how to outwit the devil. Oh, yeah. You just texted it to us. Yeah. It's so good. So, bah, 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 bah. be definite in everything you do and never leave unfinished thoughts in the mind. Form the habit of reaching definite decisions on all subjects. So, we're 50% devil 50 percent god mm-hmm. in all of us is 50 percent positive and 50 percent negative all that's that's everything mm-hmm. atoms energy everything you have negative and you got positive charge yep the more you are definite in your decisions and you complete your thoughts and you have the habit of forming definite decisions okay the more you can rid your mind and your body of the devil to become God. Mm -hmm. So both of the books are essentially how to be God. Mm -hmm. And that is by conquering your mind through positive, definite decisions. And by doing that, because heaven and hell are not what happens to us in the end. Heaven and hell is right now. Whatever you want to believe in for like religion, heaven and hell is in our current, in our right now. Mm -hmm. And so like look at yourself. Is there days that you are in hell instead of heaven? Because like if you're just going through your life fearing that you're going to go to hell, you are in hell. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid, you're in hell. Mm -hmm. So you need to live faith-based, not fear-based. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. every day is just hell. Yeah. So instead of you, th- you think what what everyone thinks and what the church, you know, like Christian Lutherans, what they teach in church 
is that there's heaven and hell at the end of life. No, dude, we're living in heaven and hell, and you just decide which one you're living in. Mm -hmm. Every person gets to decide. Yeah, and it's really neat because, like, he talks about in there, too, about, like, okay, if you don't follow this, like, you're living in hell every day. Why would you want to do that? That's that's why it's so beautiful. Both those books just ride off each other, and they were written at complete different times. That book, Napoleon Hill's book, was written in 1938. was not published until 2011. This book was... But it's interesting because those are based off of ancient, like, philosophies. So, so it makes sense. Yeah, this one was nine, uh, 2010. Okay. The Fifth Agreement. Oh, Don Miguel, 1952, The Fifth Agreement. So this is... A, this Wait, 1952? 1952, this was based off of. So it says... says uh, That's so cool. It says... Miguel, or it says Ruiz Miguel, 1952, The Fifth Agreement, A Practical Guide to Self-Mastery. I mean, you're fine. Okay. But it says that this one was published in 2010. So okay. I don't know if maybe Don Miguel Ruiz was born in 1952. Either way. It's just sick because these things align so well. However, they were completely like, they, they were written without the other one being known. Mm-hmm. So... Being impeccable with your word. Yeah, he was born in 52. He was born in 52. Okay. So being impeccable with your word is exactly what we said. And the more you can practice that, the more you can be respectful, the more you can say the right thing, think before you speak, Mm -hmm. the better you will be, the closer you will get to being God. Mm -hmm. All right. What's number? You ready for number two? Mm -hmm. Don't take anything personally. This one is really hard for Sean. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, I was just curious uh, about when the Toltecs were around. Yeah. So this says the Toltec civilization dominated present-day central Mexico from their capital city of Tolan or Tula. Civilization flourished from around 900 to 1150 AD when Tula was destroyed. Oh. Is it now Tulum? Tula. Cool. Should I look up where Tula, Mexico is now? Sure. Da, da, da. Yeah, not by Tula. Lame. Yeah, no. It is outside of Mexico City. Okay. So, ready? Don't take things personally. Yes. What do you got for me? Um, I mean, just plain and simple, right? Like, don't let... Uh, I would say, like, don't let the person walking down the street who's wearing clothes that you don't like, don't, like, think about it. Don't get mad about it. Why this fucks me up so much is the fucking gym. I know. I, that, that is a muscle I have to like flex when I'm at the gym Mm -hmm. is like trying not to take things personally because those people fuck up my brain so much. I can take that off with a hairdryer. It'll be a lot easier. He's taking off a sticker on the back of the book. I got this, babe. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... It's it's definitely something. It it makes you not put negativity in your brain, pretty much, because you shouldn't get annoyed. Nice, you shouldn't get annoyed by what other people are doing around you if it's not affecting you. So, like, I don't have a hard time going to the gym because I just go do my workout, leave. Like, I get my shit done. I do. Sure, I get a little annoyed if. All the machines I planned on using that day are being used. But then I'm like, okay, well, I'll just pivot, whatever. Sean just gets feisty. 
Yep. So with not taking things personally, it's like it's why you shouldn't do it is because it's people's thoughts on you. Um, that people may people may say things to you, but the question is, are they true? Are they true or not? And that's where the fifth the fifth agreement comes into play, right? Of the like be skeptical but learn to listen Mm -hmm. is like so how that ties into this is not taking things personally a lot of things people say to you is based on their personal experiences and the things they have going on in their life Mm -hmm. so if someone's having a bad day because of a precipitating factor precipitating factor being they're having a bad day because they woke up their spouse was yelling at them because they didn't take the trash out on time Um, so now they're going to work angry Mm -hmm. you meet with them for whatever reason and they are rude to you do not take what they're doing personally because you have no idea what the precipitating factor is that caused them to be that way you don't know what their past is like the things they've been through which may cause them to view you in a certain way that might not be the real reality it's Mm -hmm. just their virtual reality they're living so by you believing what they're saying you're believing their truth not your truth yeah and so that is something like pretty much no matter what anyone says, don't take it personally because it's not true. Yeah. It goes into you have to forgive yourself for the past, the past, the past, the current, the current. The only thing that matters is the present. Mm-hmm. And so anything you've done in your past, you we are the only culture that relives the past. Um, not the culture. Uh, we are the only the species. Yeah, yeah, we're the only species that have to have to be punished more than once for an action so if you did something that you think is wrong in the past that you took personally in the past we are the only culture or we are the only species that punishes ourselves more than once for that mm-hmm. we punish ourselves thousands of times for actions mm-hmm. so part of not taking things personally is you have to forget you have to forgive the past the past the past the current the current you are a new person every day you wake up mm-hmm. you can be a new person in a minute yeah it's it's what you decide to be your reality and how you decide to talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so anything that's happened, you need to stop blaming yourself for it. Stop taking yourself personally because it, it's over. It's done. Mm-hmm. Move on. Quit taking things personally. You're a new person as of listening to this right now. Yeah. And then follow the Toltec Wisdom, the Four Agreements. To continue bettering yourself every day. Yeah. That's not taking things personally. Yeah. You went on a tangent. Dude, sometimes my brain works. Dude, I... That was impressive. <laughs> it just went... Give me some of that shit, babe. I'm getting better at this. Yeah, you are. I'm proud of you. Damn. Uh, But yeah, so just... Could I be a debater? Nah. No. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to take that personally. That's good. Okay, go ahead. Because it's my opinion. This is... We've talked about before about the movie thing, and I couldn't remember where I heard it before, and it was this... It was this book. It was the four agreements that I read it in. Um, or the fifth the agreement? The fifth agreement. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it just goes to show, like, you're watching yourself in your own movie, and, like, if you go to someone else's movie, like, they're going to have a different perception of you, and you're going to have a different... Like, you're going to realize that you they have a different percep- perception of themselves as well. So you have to, like, remember, like, I just said, like, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. 
you have to remember that people are going to perceive you differently than you perceive yourself. And you just have to, like, accept that and be like, whatever. I'm going to, if I, like, I'm not going to take it personally if they perceive me differently. So this is where you and I interpreted it differently. Yeah, we did. So go go ahead with your original interpretation and then I'll give mine. Um, I, I mean, I interpreted it as you shouldn't um, take, like, I think you should think about how your actions are perceived by other people. Um, just because it, it does make you a little more conscious, like being impeccable with your word. It makes you a little more conscious of everything you're doing and how you're acting. And um, and you need to think about, like, how does Sean perceive me in his movie? And how, like, compared to how I perceive myself in my movie. So, because those could be very two different things. Because I could think my actions were good, but you could perceive them as bad. Right. So, I think, like, being impeccable with your word and, like, being impeccable with your actions and stuff like that can like make it where what I do is good. You perceive it as good as well. So that is part of the fifth agreement, which is learn to listen. Mm -hmm. So how I perceived it originally was I was like, okay, if I went and I looked at myself through the lens of my wife, my mother, my father, my brother, my closest friends, etc my thought behind it was like they are they are the main character in their stories Mm -hmm. so they're going to perceive me however they like perceive me through like their past experiences with me and so my thing was like if they perceive you a certain way don't take it personally because they may only see you for your like they may only see you in certain aspects of what you do they don't see like the deeper person you are and so you can't be mad at your you can't take things personally and be mad at your mom because you only see her because you see her once a week and she has a different perception on what you're doing than you are Mm -hmm. you know if she was to be like upset with something you do or something like that it'd be like well you only see 5% of what's actually going on here. Mm -hmm. That's how I perceived it. It was like people may have perceptions of you that you need to not take personally because they only see a blip of what the whole picture is. Yeah. Which granted for like your, I guess for like your closer family, um, you should probably maybe listen a little bit. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I also, I like looked at the being skeptical side of it where like I won't necessarily change my life and change who I am. I won't change my life and change who I am because of like the way a friend perceives me. Mm. But that's part of like I'm on a new mission. I'm a new person. Um when I was a dirt bag a few years ago, mm. you know, then I was listening. Then yeah. I was like in a listening phase to then like develop into the self I am now. Yeah. To where I'm in like a different phase. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like based on, I, I listened. I listened, learned, changed. So now on a different like mode, 
I'm not going to take things personally and listen to a friend if they're like, oh, wow, that's like, that's stupid. You're not drinking, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Like, oh, you want to come party and shit like that. Like that stuff. I'm not going to take personally. I'm like, yeah, do whatever. Like I'm on a different, different mission than you. Mm-hmm. And even too, like we've had some things happen lately where, uh, cause when Sean and I started dating, he was a very different person. Um, very, very different. And lately, like some things have come up and. Sean had to be like, yeah, like, that's who I used to be, but that's not who I am, like, at all. It hasn't been, yeah, for years. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of that part of thing of, like, that person who you only knew in that, sh- like, in that part of your life when you were in that mode, like, mm-hmm. only sees you as that person. Yeah, yeah. Because they've only seen that blip of you in your life. And right. And you just have to be like, yeah, that's not who I am anymore. Right, yep. Yeah, evolved, and that's neat to see for people, you know, because that just shows that you know some people are still in that. Mm-hmm. Some people are still in that like time of their lives, yeah, and they're just waiting to like evolve out of that themselves. Yeah. So yeah, it's been very interesting to think about like the movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. So, anything else for taking things personally? I don't just don't do it. I don't know. I don't take things personally. Numero trace, huh? There you go. That was fucking Mexican. Spanish. Spanish. Don't make assumptions, babe. Don't make assumptions. This one is also very hard for us. This is the most difficult thing ever in life. And that is I don't care who you are. That is something that is gonna be in every management leadership growth book you will ever read is to not make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Because guess what happens? You start going into a negative spiral and then you go into like a meeting or something with negativity. Mm-hmm. And generally, it's not even that bad. And you're just like, I just stressed about this for two whole days for nothing. That is the hell loop. Mm-hmm. We put ourselves through hell for things that never even happened. Mm-hmm. So we make up a story in our mind through assumptions, through making assumptions of conversations we're going to have with people, how interactions are going to go. Um, and you put yourself in your own hell loop of like negativity and horrible experiences. One of the examples they gave in the book was this. Your wife tells you she's going to be home at 6. And it's 6.30 and she's not home. Mm-hmm. And 6.30, you're like, okay, whatever. She's just running a little late. 7.30, you haven't heard from her. She's not home. Your mind goes, she could be cheating. Or your mind goes, oh, she might just be out with some friends. Mm-hmm. Either way, shouldn't matter. You're making assumptions. But now... If it's powerful enough, the thought of, oh, she's out cheating, that's your hell loop that's just going to play and play and play until she arrives at home, at which point you're going to be in a terrible mood Mm -hmm. because you now played through your mind what would happen if your wife was out cheating. Mm -hmm. So by not making assumptions, we don't even have to go through that hell loop of what that could potentially be like. We could just wait for him to get home. Oh, hey, Helen, what took you so long? Yeah. 100%. 100%. What held you up? Even nowadays with technology, I mean, you could just be like, just text them like, oh, hey, babe, just wonder when you're getting home just so I can have right. dinner ready for you or whatever. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. It's so interesting. That is sick. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And that's it, like, Sean and I just went through it this week. Um, we just kept making assumptions about different things in life right now, and we're just like, why do we keep doing this? Like, so it's, out of the four, I think that's going to be one of the harder ones to get out of. Yes, it, I, I think it'll be the hardest one to get out of because we've trained ourselves to do it so much. Mm-hmm. However, it's, oh, it's fear-based. Isn't that the big... It's fear-based. It's the fear-based one, yeah. What I will say, and this is the only way to get through this stuff. Like, this is the way to get through everything. All negative thoughts. You have to identify it and you have to call it out mm-hmm. in your mind. So as soon as I would start making assumptions, I'd just be like, stop, stop, stop. Stop. You can't. Don't make something. You have no idea. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. So yeah, throughout the week, anytime it'd pop up, I'd be like, stop. You don't know what's going on. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Constantly. And so it's all about the more you can identify it and call it out and stop it and then redirect yourself if needed, mm-hmm. the better you're, you're going to get that muscle is going to flex more and mm-hmm. more and more until eventually you don't have to stay say stop because it's not happening. Yeah. You're not making it. And, and it's just, but you, like, you, I'm 28. Sam's old. She's 30 years old. Um, got some dust over there. Um, what you got to do is we have 28 years, uh, maybe, maybe 26 years of bad habits. Yeah. So we have to unwire. <laughs> Well, as kids, you don't do a lot of that stuff. I'd say like 20 years. Okay. Okay. All right. Right. Because a lot of kids, most kids should be young and innocent. And Did I remember back when I was fucking a kid, I always did that shit. Like back in like elementary school. Always. Okay. So I'd give you five. All right. So let's go 23 years. Yeah. Sorry, that was way off. We didn't need to go. I have to rewire 23 years of like negative thought patterns with positive thought patterns. So, you know, it may take five years. Mm -hmm. It may take 10 years. It may never actually get, like, it may only get better, never stop. Yeah. That's probably the real thing. It'll get better, but it'll never stop. Mm -hmm. Even Andy says that shit on his podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's like something. Even like so, even having the thought but telling yourself to stop, then it doesn't allow it to go any further. Um, there's some other like gossiping or negativity, and we'll just be like, okay, I'm just gonna say this once so I can get it out, and then we're done with it. Yeah. Um, and so those are both, I think, two very healthy ways to at least like put an end to it. Well, and we quit. Go- we don't. We quit gossiping. We only like we'll state a fact about mm-hmm. something we noticed. Right, and a lot of a lot of our gossip has been assumptions. To be honest, like we'd be like, oh man, I wouldn't be surprised if this happens. Yeah. Well, that's making an assumption. Yep. And so we're like, yeah, I can't do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are two things that I would say really help with the assumptions is just, just either. Stop. Yeah. Just stop or like, I'm going to say this once and then we're done with it. We'll just, stop, I guess. Yeah. So don't make assumptions. Yeah. Which is fucking beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful yeah it is so the last one of the four agreements is always do your best which i love because mm-hmm. um, i mean it, it pretty much like implies that you won't always be perfect so you're always going to change from moment to moment mm-hmm. you know whether you're sick whether you're healthy tired awake different temptations around you yep absolutely 
always do your best. And as long as you can do your best, you'll avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Mm -hmm. So always doing your best. And I can tell you most of us don't always do our best. Mm -mm. So, dude, that's like in the gym, I notice that a lot. Like, uh, Like doing my best in the gym, like some... A lot of days, especially like 30, what are we, 38 days into 75 hard? 37. 37 days. There's a lot of days my best is not very optimal because mm-hmm. I'm sore as shit. Like today, went into train legs, couldn't train legs because my right leg's all fucked up. So I had to pivot and train something else. And mm-hmm. I just had to do my best to train that. What? Yeah. So it's just. Yeah, it all changes. It does every day. So, um, do your best. I don't know if that needs much explanation. No. What's the fifth one? The fifth one is be skeptical, but learn to listen. So, this is self talk, and this is other people talking. Don't believe yourself or anybody else. Use the power of doubt to question everything you hear. Is it really the truth? Listen to the intent behind the words, and you will understand the real message. Mm -hmm. So, plain and simple, be skeptical. Doubt the things you're hearing, especially if it's coming from yourself. Dude, a lot of the shit we tell ourselves is so not true. Mm -hmm. And we have to call ourselves out and say, no, you're wrong. I'm not that way, whatever it is. And... But learn to listen and learning to listen to find the intent behind what you're saying, the true meaning, but also learn to listen to see, hey, maybe, maybe I am not being impeccable with my word. Yeah. So I need to learn to not be impeccable with my word. Or it could be. You need to learn to not be impeccable with your word. You need to learn to be impeccable with your word. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Or you need to learn like, but learning to listen, you may learn that you gossip. Mm Mm-hmm. You may learn, you know, you may tell yourself, like listening to yourself by saying, hey, I, I should not make assumptions. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So um, be skeptical, but learn to listen. It's so funny because like media and shit right now, all the shit that's going, the right, like we should be skeptical of everything that they release in the media, but some people are just like, no. What they say is true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people aren't people are not listening to the message to find the true intent behind it. Right. They're just like, Yep, it's true or nope, it's you know, whatever. They should really listen to the real intent and then be skeptical and doubt everything you hear and question like why would somebody say this to me? Mm-hmm. Why could this be a thing? And if people did that and people looked into most of the things in the world today, they would go, Wow. They're lying to me for power mm-hmm. or money yeah. or to scare me. Because if you're scared, you're a lot easier controlled because the devil is controlling you and it's a lot easier to control you through negativity than positivity. Yeah. Uneducated like, and scared. Uneducated and scared. Love it. Uh, and then it goes back to Andy saying, um, why can't I remember what he says? Personal ever? excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Thank you. Because then you're not scared or and you're educated. Right. So, yeah, I highly recommend this. I did just like 
find on I think Pinterest or something like a book of a hundred books you should read before you're thirty or whatever. Sean and I have only read like five of them. Um, but the four agreements is already already. I know. Uh, who the fuck's reading a hundred books before thirty? You telling me you haven't read a hundred books? No. Oh, I definitely have. No, I've not read a hundred books. I'm just getting into this thing of like self-development. Not really. I've been reading for a while. You've listened to probably a hundred books. I bet you I'm close to a hundred books. Yeah. Dude. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do children books count? Technically. I'm in four digits, baby. Four digits? Fuck yeah. You read that many children's books? No, my mom read it to me and I listened. Thanks, ma. Thanks, Dad. There you go. Anyways, gang, um, the four agreements, check it out. Super great. The fifth agreement's phenomenal. And Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. So we got for you today. That is what we got. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we have anything else. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. <laughs>